Welcome to this edition of Wiki Voices, where, where we will be writing a new article on a nursery rhyme and hoping to make it to DYK. Here is the nursery rhyme, the Queen of Hearts. The Queen of Hearts, she made some tarts all on a summer's day. The Knave of Hearts, he stole those tarts and with them ran away. The King of Hearts called for those tarts and beat the Knave full sore. The Knave of Hearts brought back those tarts and said he'd never steal more. All right, so what have, um, who's joining us today? Um, if we could have everyone introduce themselves and say where they're from. We'll start with you, Jerova. Hi there, this is Jerova coming from San Diego. Nuclear Warfare. Hi there, I'm Nuclear Warfare, and I'm coming to you from New England. Enigma. This is Enigma, joining you from New York City. Harard. This is Gerard, Gerard M. from Almere, the Netherlands. Um, S.T. Walkester. Hi, I'm S.T. Walkester. I'm here from the United Kingdom. Uh, Wearspiel Checkers. Hi, I'm Wearspiel Checkers, and I'm also in the, in the United Kingdom in London. And Shoemaker's Holiday. Um, hi, I'm Shoemaker's Holiday. I'm in Edinburgh, Scotland, which is also part of the United Kingdom. And we have two people joining us through text, um, user Julian Colton and user Seddon. And I am user A. Wadawit, and I am from Indiana in the United States. Okay, so today we're going to try and build an article from scratch. And I think, Shu, you're going to make our first edit. Yes, I have a prepared version. Here's a... Last time we did this, we had a slight problem where we made a one-sentence edit and it got deleted immediately. So today I've made a prepared version, which I'm now hitting save on. Okay. okay. And what have um, we called right, article? Right, it's up. The Queen of Hearts, open parentheses, poem, close parentheses. Okay. Um, I'll read the text, the starter text. The Queen of Hearts originally published with, with three lesser-known poems, The King of Spades, The King of Clubs, and The Diamond King, is part of a set of playing card-based poems by an anonymous author published in the European magazine No. 434 in April 1782. The Queen of Hearts proved by far the most popular and entered into popular culture. It tells how the Queen of Hearts baked some tarts, but the Knave of Hearts stole them and was eventually captured. It is quoted in Lewis Carroll's Alice in Wonderland, Chapter 11, who stole the tarts, in a chapter poking fun of the British legal system through means of the Knaves of Hearts' trial, with the rhyme as evidence. The poem is also told in a much expanded form in an 1805 poem by Charles Lamb, which gives each line the original, followed by a poem commenting on the line. And then there's several references that we found as starter references. I realize that's a bit long for a prepared bit, but we don't want to get deleted this time, so right. such is life. <laughs> okay, okay, so, um, yeah, go ahead, Nuclear Warfare. Um, I was going to say, I feel like we should all just start editing now and just tell everyone what we're doing as we're doing it, or do you have other plans? Yes. I seem to have just categorized it. The only thing is that we... We are going to have edit conflicts, so um, you may want to start by saying, you know, setting out some sections so that we're at least a little bit separated and can paste them in more easily. Okay, let me know when you're ready for an image. I've got a lead image ready to go. Well, we can put that in right now. Well, let's start with that. Um, Durova, put it in. Sure thing. Um, this is from a 1901 children's edition of Mother Goose, and I'm just going to put this in really quickly. Uh, I'll be typing for a second, so you guys go ahead, and I'll let you know when I've uh, entered. Right. Okay, so while Jerova was doing that, um, I added the link to the Wikisource um, article or so um, about the full version of the poem, which is known as The Queen of Hearts, The King of Spades, The King of Clubs, and The Diamond King which I typed up about an hour ago, and if you wish to see it, um, there's a link to it in the external link section of the page. 
So um, I'm noticing here that uh, someone has added the category, I have no idea, uh, nursery rhymes, but we don't actually mention that it's a nursery rhyme in the article yet. We say well, that we have to be the, poem. the original publication was in an um, adult magazine. Right. So, but, so is, that an is that an rhyme. inappropriate category, or do we have other sources that suggest it is a nursery rhyme? That's I one believe of the, that the um, right church source um, mentions that it became a nursery rhyme later, and certainly um, Dorova found evidence that it appears in books of nursery rhymes. Okay. okay. She's just restored an image from them. The image is in. So, this, um, one is, uh, uh, this one was illustrated by William Wallace Denslow, who also did the first edition of The Wizard of Oz. Oh, it's a cute little image. <laughs> that kind of weird, um, slightly weird colors like images from that era can have. It's, it's a great period piece. I'm actually looking at my, edition, my uh, annotated edition of Alice in Wonderland here which says that the tart lines are taken from a traditional nursery rhyme. So in yes. that version, it doesn't list them as nursery rhymes. Um, I don't know if we want to me- mention so in the article itself that it is a nursery rhyme. How about we say um, it, bec- it entered, there is a line that says, the Queen of Hearts proved by far the most popular and entered into popular culture. Ev- and why don't we just make that say, entered into popular culture, eventually becoming best known as a nursery rhyme. Okay, yeah. You want to make that change? Yes. Um, nuclear Warfare, I see on the talk page here that um, you have a source from the Journal of Victorian Studies called Alice in Wonderland, A Curious Child. Yes, I do. Um, what's, what's in that one? I actually was not able to read it yet. So I have the PDF of the JSTAR link, but does anyone want... Um, here, in fact, I'll jump off for a while and just read that. Um, Sorry about that. Did, did you find um, in it a reference to the Queen of Hearts? Um, I believe there was a reference. Okay, because I skimmed it before, and I wasn't sure, but it was a very fast skim. Because I've, I've got the PDF here, too. i got a question for you. Uh, I don't understand the sentence, uh, the King of Hearts called for those stars. I don't know the words, uh, understand the word cult in this. What does that mean? Um, asked, pretty much. It's um, a slightly more aggressive form of ask. He sa- it's like, servant, bring me those tarts. So maybe we should use the word demanded? Well, that's not a quote from the original poem. Wait, is it inside the quote? Oh, I'm sorry. I was just listening, not actually reading. Right. Yeah. We don't actually quote the poem yet, but yeah, it's um, original. All right, so I just looked at this reference, and it doesn't look like it actually has anything that we could use. It's about the actual Lewis Carroll version of Alice in Wonderland. Yeah, that's what it looked like to me before, but I thought maybe you had actually read it in detail when I had just spent like five minutes looking at it, you know, which is not really enough. Um, Enigma just asked, um, should the Diamond King be in quotes? And yes, I believe so. Yeah. Yes, sorry, I, um, it's kind of hard to check, to preview these very easily when you are preparing and can't save, or the first edit comes well before the episode, which is, um, (laughs) I think what we need to do maybe next is to... Maybe add a few, add a couple stanzas from the poem. Uh, mention, cl- expand a little bit on what, how it's used in the Alice in Wonderland and uh, Charles Lamb things, and then just start adding in the other sources as well. I feel like actually, if we just define sections now, that could be very useful. Defining yeah. sections is a good okay. idea. Um, so we want to have some sort of description of the poem. Um, are there good articles that you guys have read about poems? This is about a poem, essentially, right? So one of the things to do is, like, look at something that you've read, you know, on Wiki that's a good um, example of I think uh, I remember we have article. a very good article on Jack and Jill, of all things. Well, if it's also Mother Goose and it's a good article and it's a good thing to use as an example, then that sounds like a sensible place to start. Just so everyone is aware, um, I've got... It's not that great of an article. 
I'm I'm busy right now working on the King of Hearts, and after that I can get to work on um, uh, editing the image from the Lewis Carroll version. And then there was one more that a widowit gave me that that from an earlier version that the Lewis Carroll illustration drew upon. So I'll I'll be on that next. Okay. But I also have the Knave of Hearts ready to go as soon as there's a little bit more text. Um, I actually well, the poem do. Is actually, quite short. Why don't we just quote the poem and um, then we can mention and then maybe X. Uh, it's a good article, and that is organized slightly differently. It goes. There are seven uh, large sections here. It goes plot summary, sources, uh, composition, publication history, commentaries, adaptation. And then similar tales and world culture. Mm-hmm. So I was wondering, could we adapt that structure as well? Um, definitely. This whole idea of having the, you know, I think description of the text, however we decide to call that at the beginning. You know, like this article also has the plot summary, you know, the kind of story of how it was written and published up at the beginning. Um, and then goes into yes. the interpretive material. That's in the middle. That's what the commentaries are. And then ends up with that whole idea of how was this used, you know, in the sort of world of literature. That's what the adaptations and similar tales and world yes. culture sections are. Of course, of course, it is um, anonymous, so we may not get a um, huge amount of production history. I mean, what can we say? Um, right, we're not going to get... It was uh, produced by an anonymous person we don't know anything right. about. <laughs> We're not going to get a composition section in quite that same way. But I think we should definitely start out with a section about the work itself and what it is. You know, describe it to someone who hasn't read it. That's sort of always the first thing I think you want to do in a, an article about literature. Um, and then we can – I don't think we have too much interpretive material right now. We have to maybe wait on that um, from the sources I've looked at. And then we can end with um, something about adaptations or variant versions or, you know, something along those lines. What do we think? That seems to work. Uh, sounds good. Okay, so what do we want to call this first section where we describe it? Um, well, I don't it's not really a plot. It, the poem's so short. Why don't we just quote the text? The whole thing? I mean, well, we, we should we also try to describe it a little bit. I mean, well, yes, but it's, it's not necessarily what I, what a bunch of things What I'd do is I quote the... Mm-hmm. What I'd probably do is I'd quote the original one and then summarize the other three that were published with it, the um, King of Spades, King of Clubs, and Diamond King. Okay. okay. And I guess we could call that some, uh, that section synopsis and structure. Okay. Does someone want to add that in then? Um, uh, I'll leave it to you. I've added a kind of proto-section of it, which I'll okay. presume you'll want to add it to them. Oh, I see. Text. Okay. I wonder, yeah, just rename that. Uh, oh, okay. I was actually renaming it now. Oh, go Rename ahead. That. I'll just cancel. I'll just cancel. Okay. Okay, so what information do we have here from the sources about the thing itself? Um, I think that the first source, um, the right chart, uh, that's mm-hmm. probably a horrible mispronunciation. <laughs> the right the making of the Alice um, books? Mm-hmm. Yes, I know it's focused on Alice, but it has an extensive, extensive sections on the um, sources for the Alice works, starting at about page ninety-three, which is which includes the Queen of Hearts, the King of Spades, the King of Clubs, and the Diamond King. It's I'm also finding probably, it on page probably one eight. Of the best sources. Actually, mm. which tells us the. Which gives us a source for the uh, publication information. Do you, we have that already in the article? Uh, yes, we do. Okay. Yeah, where it was published originally first. Yeah, okay. The European Magazine, no, four three four, April eight seventeen eighty two. Yeah, okay, that's also on page eight of this source. As I understand it from um, bits I read elsewhere, basically the. Um, book itself of that one is kind of secondary to its appendices. He sets out his theory, but his he mainly was interested in putting forth all these sources, which are very hard to find now, mm. and talking about them. And Okay, so for like, um, you guys can see page 93, which I can't for some reason. 
whatever that whatever that might be. I do not know. But so what does it say in the in the 90s there? Um, so I'll just read it. Um, so it lists the title and then this single entry for one page of The Hive in the European magazine introduces the entire pack of playing cards by presenting a poem for each suit. The Queen of Hearts broke free of its adult magazine origins, joined the spoken tradition. It was set to music by uh, 1785. And 23 years later, but slightly altered, was used as the basis for Lamb's The King and Queen of Hearts. The potential order suggested by the hierarchy of the pack of cards is drastically undercut by Carol, who finally describes it in, his comp- in its complete anarchy and the Queen's reversal of the verdict and sentence and Alice's refusal to be arrested. Okay, so that has a lot of good stuff for the Carol section and, like, a couple of good, maybe, facts for early on. What was that bit about it being set free from the... Oh, okay. It broke free um, of its adult magazine origins yeah. and joined the spoken tradition. yeah. That's particularly interesting, actually. That's actually referenced um, at the moment, actually. I um, put it, I use that source as my uh, main one for the um, little um, preview, previous edit. This is going to be a fascinating art, fascinating artic, um, episode to listen to, I'm sure. Um, so I think this, the information there would go into the section about, um, you know, something about how this text was used. I don't know. What do we want to call that section? Um, you adaptations? Know, like, adaptations is a good good way to go. Okay. Let's add just, that in. That's good. Yeah. I'll, I'll just make this section header. Yeah. Okay. So we can start by saying... The Lamb. Yeah. Mm-hmm. The Lamb source is um, part of a tradition. I... Free, I don't have a source for this, but I can tell you about it, and we can see if we can working of it in. It's part of tradition that actually Carol himself poked fun of in one of his poems, where you take a line from a poem and comment on it for like ten lines of your own poetry, then go on to the next line of the poem and the next line, next line, mm-hmm. commenting for like six to ten lines every time. Carol um, compared this style of poetry to um, how um, when we when we want to eat steak, we um, inevitably feel it better if we um, follow if we follow each bite of our steak with ten bowls of gruel. Do we want to move um, like the second half of what is currently quote unquote the lead into that section about adaptation? Because that's really the, the basic information we have about adaptation. And then we can expand upon that. Well, yeah, let's move it. Actually, why don't we copy it in there? Um, because, you know, we do need to summarize it in the lead. And right, but then we're done we can rewrite a summary of it. Enough. We can rewrite a summary of it later. I mean, right now it's pretty detailed, so. True. Okay, I'll do that now. Right. Um, since everyone else is doing other things, I have a complete set of the... Um, illustrations for the um, Charles Lamb poem. Um, I believe that Derofa has a much better version of one of them, but I'll just do the other. Could I'll you, just do could all you of possibly send me copies of what you've got? And oh, I could compare um, against sure. the quality um, of what I already have here, because I'm getting kind of close to uh, the end of the King of Hearts. He was in worse shape than the illustration for the Knave of Hearts or the Queen of Hearts, so he's been taking me longer. Um, I'm for the people listening in voice. I'm restoring digitally restoring these uh, these images. I began a couple of hours before we started this episode and. Uh, um, we'll be busily at this and probably continuing after the uh, episode is done, adding them in as we go. Well, at least we'll get, at least we'll get um, credit for this. I mean, they are very good restorations. So. Well, I mean, they're they're done by a well-known illustrator. We were lucky to be able to get this, um, and it's scanned from a first edition. Well, a first edition of you know that copy. Of, or that version of the yes. 
Do you want all of the um, lamb illustrations or just a sample? Um, let's see here. The lamb is They're the one big. that's from the best known of the uh, of the um, Lewis Carroll. The one that I've got is of the King and Queen of Hearts, and the Queen of Hearts is folded. They're both seated, and she's folded her shoulders and scowling. Okay. Um, what's the, what's the line at the top? I don't have a line at the top of it. I'll show you. I'll give you a what's link to this. Okay. This uh, breaking in for just one second. Worst field checkers, who is now in text chat because his call died, um, is asking if category English poetry is appropriate for this. Sure. Why not? It's a wiki. Go ahead. Yeah. I think so. I'm and is there anything more specific? 13, I wonder. 13. I don't know. Sometimes those those categories are so enormous, you know. I'll dive into that category, but in the yeah. meantime, I feel like we should add it. Just about half of it. Yeah, exactly. As the as a beginning place. Drove, are you putting these files? Sends. Uh, I just put it into the stealth chat, so you you can see the one that I've got. I'm going to be uploading, uh, or actually I've already uploaded the nave. I'm going to be putting the nave into the um, article uh, in a moment. Um, a lot of it. You generally, you generally work with them, with with English poetry around, or English yeah. works around this time. Um, yeah. So one of the subcategories for category English poems it's early modern English poems. And so does, is that appropriate or is that the wrong time period? No, that's the wrong time period. That's more around the time period of Shakespeare, mm -hmm. which is like uh, the 16th century. All right, then. So it looks like category English poems is the best one we can do. do, what, do we, is there a children's uh, poetry category we can also add? Uh, I mean, there must well, be. Well, this image is the... Um... Sorry, Drova. This image is not is not the ones I have. This is a this is from Alice in Wonderland. I oh. have the lamb Im images. Oh, okay. Well, um, if you want to work on them yourself, Completely then different. go ahead. It's up to you. We might need to wind up doing a gallery or something if we wind up. I mean, yes. we'll we'll have at least five off of the ones that I'm doing. So, uh, well, I think if, this um, lamb one has been edited. I think this centennial one has been edited. For one thing, there's no way that you'd have um, Morse code in red on a tenial image. Um, I'll I'll leave Wait. that up to you. Um, I'll, I'll leave that up to you whether you want to do more illustrations for that. But I've got two more to go, so um, I'll I'll be pretty. I'll have my hands full for this recording. Yes. <laughs> well, this is okay. pretty much just um, an upload. They're um, not right. quite good Did enough to be worth restoring, so. Um, those of you who have access to that page on, on Google Books, uh, page 93 in that source, could we start adding some of the details from that into the adaptation section? Uh, who all has access to that? Uh, Nuclear uh, Warfare, you have access uh, to that? Where's Feel, maybe? The, Enigma? Is this the uh, the Reichert's source? Right, the one, the making of the Alice yes. books? Yeah. Okay. All right. Um. Somebody might want to move that image. It doesn't actually turn out so well left aligned there. I just put in the nave. So I did find one source explaining um, what, you know, the basic outline of a nursery rhyme is, which I've, I gave to some people in a PDF form, if we wanted to sort of explain the genre of this. The other thing is there is a book that I kept seeing mentioned, if anybody after the recording wants to go get it, which is the Oxford Dictionary of Nursery Rhymes. Almost every book I have here on children's literature where I started to look this up was like, that's the book to see, you know. <laughs> so apparently we should yes. check that one out as well. But if we want to talk a little bit about what a nursery rhyme is, we also have that source that I found earlier today. It sounds like a good idea. Yes. Um, representative Poetry Online, and this is just going to be a pretty much a bulk upload. I downloaded all their sources, and I'm now re-uploading them. 
So I'll just read a little bit from this source that I found, which is just a detail, uh, sort of introduction to uh, nursery verse in the Norton Anthology of Children's Literature. It says here, nursery verse began to appear in print only in the 18th century when the idea of a special nursery culture and indeed the idea that infants and young children should have a separate space in the home started to take hold. In American England, such verses have become known as Mother Goose Rhymes, largely because of historical accident. When Charles Perrault's 1697 collection of fairy tales, I won't try to say it in French, I'll just sound dumb, uh, stories or tales of past times, was first translated into English in 1729. The title was taken from its frontispiece, an old woman with a rapt audience that was labeled Tales of Mother Goose. Mother Goose had long been associated in France with a teller of children's tales. Perrault himself had titled a smaller collection of tales of Mother Goose. Soon thereafter, British publishers began collecting and printing the bits and pieces of children's songs and poems that had been circulating orally. The earliest was Mary Cooper's Tommy Thumb's Pretty Songbook. John Newberry offered Mother Goose's melody, and the name stuck. A few traditional Mother Goose rhymes are lullabies, but most are not. So I think maybe we can talk a little bit about how nursery verse began to appear in the 18th century and that sort of thing. Yes. That sounds like an excellent um, idea. The, I'm not sh- I, don't, I don't think we should put too much in here since it was originally written for adults, though. Um, so but it, it migrated. It be, the the one source that it migrated from adults yes. to, to the oral culture that this is talking about that then got collected? Yes. Yeah. Yes. We should be careful be to make clear we... this was not originally written from, for children. Right. Or it will appear we may mislead. Um, it also, I would really Certainly like to find Certainly a lot this. of that should appear. Yeah, go ahead. Certainly a lot of that should appear in the main nursery rhyme article, though. Mm, yeah. Um, I would also really like to find something about the poem itself and not about the adaptations. You know, that's I was looking through Google Books yes. for that a little bit earlier. Yes. Um afraid that I got caught out a little bit. Um, I hadn't been watching the um, Wiki Voices page, but we had talked about doing this sometime this week. But I had never—I only found out four hours, um, five hours ago that we were doing it today. So right, yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I'm saying uh, we can look now is the thing. Um, yes. So um, I like. Um, uh, let's see. Everyone else who was on the call here, perhaps you could start looking around a little bit on Google Books to see whether we can find something that talks about this particular poem. Yes. Got another question. Uh, Mm -hmm. It says that he beat him full sore. Now, does it mean that he beat him uh, painfully, or does it mean that he beat him to the extent that uh, uh, his skin was broken? Um, full in this case just is means very. It's an archaic usage. So he beat but him I'm, until he I'm was looking very for the sore. meaning. Yeah, but what do, is uh, meant by sore in this case? As in, uh, did he beat uh, him uh, really painfully, or did he beat him and uh, broke the skin? No, no. It means that he was he was in pain. I okay. think it means he was in pain, but I'm not really certain. This is a very good question. I, no, I'm, this is one of the reasons I'm really glad we have somebody who's not a native English speaker to ask these questions that we kind of assume. Because the, the word uh, sore as in broken skin, that is the noun. And that's basically what I would expect it to be. And really uh, causing pain, that is uh, an adjective. Well, uh, sore can mean uh, a feeling of pain. It not doesn't just mean a yes. physical manifestation of broken skin or breaking out in sores. Yes. In British usage, um, which I believe is a bit nearer to this, um, beat, him, beat him sore would mean um, until he felt sore, not, yeah. not until yeah. he had sores. Yeah, it, the, I'm looking up uh, in the Oxford English Dictionary, the definition under, the, the first definition under adjective for sore is uh, causing or involving bodily pain, painful, grievous, distressing, or severe in this respect. Um, and one of the examples um, given here from 1655, for example, is the same may also happen after sore labor in childbirth. So like aches, 
you know, that sort of thing. Um, interestingly, it yeah. also means of sickness, um, although that definition seems to have gone out of um, style in the 19th century. You know, there's an expression that used to be common when I was a, a little kid that I think has become much less politically correct than it was then, a, a warning that uh, some little kid, if you're, if you're bad, if you do this, you'll get spanked so you'll get spanked and you'll feel so sore that you can't sit down for a week. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, obviously, nobody expects That's that their bottom is going correct. to really be, you know, their skin would really be broken or that they wouldn't actually be able to sit down for a week, but it kind of gets the point across, don't do it. <laughs> yes. <laughs> well, so where was that reference about um, the poem originally being an adult poem but then becoming part of oral culture? That's the um, German fellow, um, Reich. Okay, that's I, I was actually that's just wa- um, waiting. Time. I was waiting to uh, break in with that. Um, so okay. I have. I was. I typed up that section into Notepad so I could easily like refer to it. Um, okay. I was wondering where that should go. I feel like it doesn't make sense to put that into an adaptation section. Could you put a sentence about that Let's... into the synopsis and structure section with the citation to that, and then I can add on. Um, children's yeah. stuff after that. And if we get enough, we can separate out into its own section. Okay, yeah. I created the gallery, moved the, fo- the, uh, the Naval Arts photo into it. Oh, actually, um, I'd I... rather have it in the text than in a gallery because if I go for future yeah. picture credit, um, if it's in a gallery, that's not good. So it's best to work it into the text if possible. Yes. Okay, I'll, I'll revert yeah, that back, uh, but I'll leave my the stuff into a gallery. Okay, I'll leave yeah, the gallery, but I'll move that back. My stuff isn't worth um, featured credit or anything much more than a gallery well, in all honesty. Apart from the, the featured credit part, um, actually galleries are, are pretty discouraged in articles anyway, except for um, like in articles about artists when you want to show a lot of their works or something. Uh, but usually they encourage you to yes. put galleries on Wiki Commons um, and not in articles. Which, which no one goes to. <laughs> I don't think that's the case. And which never get updated, so not entirely There's sure I agree with that. There's some beautiful galleries on Commons. Yeah, there some are some beautiful galleries. Yeah. yeah, but there's also a lot of very poorly maintained ones. Well, but that's the true of anything on the wiki. Maintained. I mean, think of the the bulk of the articles on on Wikipedia, for example, that are poorly maintained. I mean, so Commons is going to be like that, too. Okay, fair point. But the um, basic point of, about the gallery... Yeah. Um, guideline is that it's we're not supposed to duplicate the function of commons yeah if a gallery does something that the commons cat link you know doesn't do well then that's justifiable but if it's just a duplicate of commons then that's redundant and probably less informative but that's stupid because you basically want to have loads of pictures on the same subject and if you have something like a gallery that works and people read the article now how do you get to commons that's the question well, because there's a commons link in many of these cases. There's already a commons link. You know, this, there's, there are, there's a whole gallery of stuff about this on commons, and the commons category is usually much more complete than the Wikipedia. And the, the Wikipedia gallery is not necessarily the best chosen material out of commons. I've found it's often, you know, it, it often underrepresents yeah. the quality of what we've really got. Um, Rather than relying on the comments, I was going to say, rather than relying on the comments link at the bottom of the article, sometimes when I've created um, comments galleries, like um, for an an article that has a set of illustrated pictures in a children's book or something, I will prominently link the comments gallery inside the article itself and say, essentially, here is a gallery of pictures, so that you know what is in that link, you know. And I think that that helps people. They don't they don't have to know what comments is, for example. And that's yes. still taking advantage of the gallery function on Commons, and you know, not duplicating things on Wikipedia, and just all it took was just sort of like rewriting the link function to make it work better. It's an interesting solution. Well, I'm almost uh, ready here with the King of Hearts. I'm going to be making a few final edits, but that's going to take some concentration. So I'll probably be silent for a bit. Six, seven, eight, nine, ten, eleven, twelve, thirteen, fourteen. Yeah, this is going to be a solo gallery. <laughs> um, has anyone found any sources on Google Books yet about the poems themselves? 
I'm sorry, I would do it. I've been working on this. Well, I know, um, I know. I'm, I'm, I'm just asking sorry. everybody, you know. Um, yeah. <laughs> yeah, sorry. Um, we got a lot, we got have, a lot of people here, so. Yeah, I, I shall yes. jump to doing that now. I'm yeah. sorry, I haven't had the chance. Okay, I'm going to add I this. I think it's reasonable to have a, a section on each of the uh, notable adaptations, um, Lamb and um, Carol, don't you? Maybe a subsection. I, I would like, agree with the subsection, yeah. Yeah, yeah just set out what it adds to it, summarize how it's used. Um, like, there's like two chapters in Carol, so it's like, and all based on the poem, so it's a notable enough use that we ought to be um, explaining it in detail, since everyone knows Alice. <laughs> well, I mean, I don't know how, how much we have to explain it. Um, I really want to explain the, the poems themselves, uh, first, I would really like to have some information on that. Actually, what does what does Herod have to say to this? Um, you know, if if you're not a native English speaker and you haven't necessarily grown up with um, at least a basic familiarity with Mother Goose and Lewis Carroll, what would you say? Uh, basically, uh, I've looked it with a blank. I don't know where to start. I, it 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 doesn't mean anything to me to start off. So. This is why I think we need to explain the poem. Yeah, I, I don't think we can actually just put the poem in there. Um, so, for example, um, Harar was saying there were a lot of these words. He wasn't sure how they were used. And, you know, he's not the only one. These are archaic uses, yes. like we were saying, like, you know, and beat the knave full sore. Yes. This is why I think it's a good idea for us there to are, explain what's going on with the poem. You have to appreciate when you talk about full sore. Of course. When you talk about full sword, then uh, the amount of physical violence uh, today is different from what it used to be. The name given to Elizabeth Stewart, Queen of Bohemia in the 17th century. Hmm. I'm not sure if that's related. It doesn't necessarily mean that. But it it, it is in something that follows five uh, pages after the the Queen of Hearts poem. Does it specifically link that? to uh, this poem as, as a likely can, can you put the link in the chat and we can all look at it? Yeah, um, it starts around page 116. I'll put it on the top page too so people who see it later. I've lost my gallery to an edit conflict. What is this source I'm looking at here? I have no idea. Well, I'm not going to look at that first. Oh, this one you know, by Teresa Boyer? We're finished. This is about like knitting or something. These in the wrong yeah, way. I think so. But it also has this random like Queen of Hearts um, section. Well, I know, but it's a book about knitting. I mean, I'm not sure we can use a book about knitting. It's, it's not a good source this. for this. Yeah, I mean, what do, why are these people experts in Queen of Hearts material? This is clearly a knitting book. Yeah, it, it was just really strange. Yeah, who knows okay. where they got that information, right? Yeah, let's nursery not rhyme knits. I love it. <laughs> <laughs> that's one of those things you come across and you're like, I wonder if that's the case, and then you try to find it somewhere else. So maybe you could put in like Queen of Hearts and you know the monarch's name into Google Books and see if it comes up anywhere else. Uh, of course, Stewart, they could though. just both be um, named from the um, card, of course. Oh shoot, that's wrong. Does anyone know if the, um, if the Center for Editing Lives and Letters is a reliable source, or do I have to research that? You'd have to look into it. I don't know. I've never heard is of it, it either. Educational? Yeah, looks is like it connected it's educational. to university or government. It is. It is published stuff. Interestingly enough. Well, yeah, but so well, if, um, what affiliations but, does it have? Is it a center for out of what? Can you link? Can you link it again? Yeah, I don't know if I linked it at all. Oh, sorry. Thirteenth. Um, so let's see the contact information. You should have something. Yeah, is there an about page maybe? Uh, it looks like this is just the whole self. Let's go to the home. And fifteen. Oh, okay, University okay. of London. Oh well, that's... yeah, it's part of the academic oh, landscape. Yeah, then of, use yeah. it. Just make sure that um, what they put on is not like undergraduate student, you know, any undergraduates, you know, term papers or something. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I actually found a really good term paper of one of them. We can't use it. <laughs> yeah. This actually looks like an undergraduate. No, like... no, 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 no. Okay, so they, de- they describe their uh, their projects. Um, 
the, what were you looking at? The letters of Elizabeth Stewart, Queen of Bohemia? Yeah, but... It mm, says that they're published by Oxford University Press. Yeah, that's, that's good enough. That's good, yeah. Um, unfortunately, it doesn't actually have the information. Well, too bad, but now we've learned how to right. analyze the source. You know, I'm going to move the Wikisource uh, link down to the bottom of the page, down to external links. Okay, yeah, that's where I had it in the beginning, but yeah. I moved it to uh, the poem part because I oh. thought if it's right next to the poem part, people might see it and go to it. Yeah, but usually the tradition is that with um, uh, external links. Because it's so useful. Really? Um, minor tradition, I guess, and and been, um, I guess you could say, uh, successfully defended. <laughs> it, uh, my defense for this choice would be that it helps to, um, it, it it breaks up the illustrations less because you you wind up um, pushing yeah. things around. If there were more text, I think it would be easier to set it up. But. Yeah. Well, we can always move it back up if the need arises. Oh, well, that is a huge gallery. Do we need that really the entire... Yeah, it's. I think it's taking up pages? too much. Like, I, what, I suge what I suggest is that we... Actually, I suggest that we move it to Wikisource and copy out the um, Charles Lamb's poem there. I think that would um, be a good idea. And choose a few. Um, but that's going to take a while, so um, let's leave it there for the moment so we all have access to it. Remove it fairly soon. Hey, actually, can you transfer me the uh, the first illustration of the Queen of Hearts on her throne from the Mulready version? Because I think that that's a little bit of a higher quality version than what I've got. Uh, this one? Uh, yeah. Well, Thanks. why don't you just download it straight from the um, source? Yeah. Um, Unless it's con more convenient. Could, could you send it to me, please? Because yeah, because I'm I'm uploading the King right now, and I've just got the restored version of the King. None of the other versions, but I I thought I could add in the uh, the King here um, by adaptation. Okay, but can you leave? Do not disturb for a moment, then. Oh yeah, sorry about that. I'll I'll go off of so you can send me that. Okay, and meanwhile Cut adding. Not huge, but it's all right. You know, it's and you can read, and we can take the um, text from it, which is also good. Oh, I have to redo my ref here. So now we have all three of the William Wallace Dinslow illustrations. Um, I'm still going to have a bit of record keeping to do over in Commons doing the uploads, to because these are all edited, restored versions, I need to uh, upload the unedited versions and then the partial restorations in case anybody thinks they want to improve on this later on and do more edits. So I'll be, um, I'll, I'll be muted for a little while while I take care of that, and thank you very much for the, sending me the file. No worries. Yeah, I suppose I better transfer that to Wikimedia Commons. I don't really look forward to trying to fix that into up on comments. Okay. Um, uh, but there, there's a. Style. It's worth doing. No. Wait, wiki source, not comments. Sorry. Well, you know, if it, if if push comes to shove, I I might be able to do some transcribing, or at least you know, I mean, I am an admin over there. It helps to keep active. You are. Yeah, I'm an admin on wiki source. I did not know that. Mm-hmm. <laughs> okay. Let's see how many characters we've I'm removing this section entitled Music, as we only have one little statement about being set to music, and that's it. I mean, like, I just, I like to just categorize stuff, so just do whatever. Um, well, actually, I did find a second adapta musical adaptation if we wanted. Well, that would go in the adaptation section. I mean, if we want to create different subsections of adaptation, I think that makes more sense than having, like, music and then adaptations. Mm -hmm. And so the, all of these oh, illustrations are being moved, music. right? To comments. Uh, wiki source, really. Uh, oh, wiki source. Leave oh, okay. up one or, yeah, we, leave up for the moment. Well, well, I am um, 
Well, or actually, it's like for just, illustration like, heavy at this point. Uh, excuse me. Um, the tradition here would be to host the actual images at Commons and to transcribe them um, at Wikisource. And you can have the full gallery I mean. of the original there. Yeah, okay. Sorry. I'm just saying that we, just so everyone can access the polo there, because we don't have any transcription of it yet. Well, I feel like right now the more important thing is that we have to get some solid text down. I have to agree with that. Has anyone yet found uh, anything on the poem itself? Well, um, I got something at Rutgers.edu, um, but okay. I'm still checking to see if it's good enough for what we need. Okay, now that I've added that bit about the nurturing, I'm going to start looking myself. I think the successful thing might be to um, search for the Queen of Hearts and the Diamond King, because we'll mm -hmm. get both of them that way. I've got um, through a lot of Queen of Hearts pictures already. If it talks about the Diamond King, it's, li it's likely that we'll get the... Um, yeah, you also might get, like, Richard. this is how you play card games. So. Yeah. The Diamond uh, King isn't used so much in um, in card game descriptions when you throw. Oh, okay. So yeah, if you put it in quotes, I guess it would be fine. I'm happy links to this Queen of Hearts article, uh, the Queen of Hearts, and then in parentheses Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. No, not yet. Um, we should. Kind of seems like that should be linked somewhere. <laughs> so it's European magazine. So look for Queen of Hearts, Diamond King, and European magazine. I can pretty much guess that anything I find out is going to be about the original. And nothing useful comes up for that search. I am searching for Queen of Hearts in European magazine here. Yeah, oh, I think I found the original publication or something. Like a scan of it? Maybe. I'm not sure. Ooh, the Victorian Albert Museum of Childhood. Oh, this is so funny. No, this is in some later um, issue of the European magazine. Some... A uh, reader wrote in with a Greek hexameter translation of the Queen of Hearts. Ah! Oh my goodness. Yeah, uh, yeah. I was saying I can't read Greek. So I cannot read it uh, to you guys. But, uh, that's wonderful. I can, Interesting I can thing. Read in Greek, even if I but not understand oh, yeah? it. If you want to use oh. you give me the link. Oh, I don't think it's necessary to read it aloud. Yeah. It, it's, it's a higher priority to get more text into the article, actually. Oh, uh, Jarova. I just found a very interesting Queen of Hearts, actually. Oh? Yeah. Um, should, I, should I go back? Um, here we go. I'm putting it in the chat. Okay. Um, Do we have images? could wait right now. That is beautiful. <laughs> Oh, I see. I think I see the right first site you're at. Yeah. Queen um, of Hearts, the rhyme of history. That sounds useful. Why do we not have the Oxford Dictionary of Nursery Rhymes? <laughs> Everything mentions it. No, <laughs> um, <laughs> well, we like, pick stuff up. I mean. Yeah. Um, let's see. Did you find out who wrote this? Oh, oh, it says principal investigator Kay Vandergrift. I, I know who that is. She's a famous children's literature scholar. I think we can. You said. <laughs> I mean, I don't even have to look her up to know who she is. Um, so. Yes, that's good then. It helps to know the field. <laughs> okay. Actually, this is a very um, interesting site. Can make some other goose, some other goose. Anyway, go ahead. Do you, yeah. Do you by any chance have with you annotated Mother Goose by uh, William and Cecil Baringold? No, but obviously we need it. Yeah because they quoted at the beginning of that, that thing. But there's sort of, there's some good information in this history. There's that part about the Queen of Scots thing and whatever. Okay, you want to take information out of that source, and I'll keep looking? Out of what source? The, the one from Rutgers? Yeah. There's nothing to take. It's just like six different versions of the same thing. Wait, are you not on the history part? There's a history part? Yeah, that says oh, Queen of Hearts, the rhyme, a history. Now I have no idea where you are. This part uh, right here. Oh, wow, that's actually be useful. No, I didn't have this. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Uh, let me add that to the page. This is actually a great page. Look at this. Mother Goose, a scholarly exploration. Mother Goose, visual challenges. Oh, wow. 
Life and history, social and political uses of Mother Goose, censorship, digitization of early nursery rhyme books. It's fa- fabulous. Oh, it has them already. Uh, it has them already, Lamb, as well. Yeah. You all images associated with this book. Oh wow! Check this out. Okay, I'm bookmarking this site. Sorry. (laughs) (laughs) This actually useful for you. Yeah, exactly. Okay, I'm going to keep going on to find other sources, but uh, there we go. There's a very good. Yeah, I'm just going to add that to the article, and so like everyone can use this because this one's great. Yeah. And no, I do. Unfortunately, there's like no information, but like who published it, whatever. Or not oh, there's a blog featuring recipes inspired by Mother Goose. Well, not as useful. <laughs> the old nursery rhyme of the knave of hearts who stole his tarts and was beaten for it seems to be founded on nothing more than the fact that hearts rhymes with tarts. That seems to be go- that has to go in. <laughs> that sounds like a good thing to include. Well, what should I take from it? Like anything I possibly can. Mine it. <laughs> All right. Somebody needs to mute. That's me, possibly. Are you adding Sorry. to the article? Yes. Oh, okay. Great. What section? I'm adding to the uh, synopsis section information about a quote from um, Benham, which I need to find out the first name of Benham. Isn't it? Apparently, Caldecott also did an illustration of the Queen of Hearts. Interesting. Uh, of whom the Caldecott Medal for Best Illustrated Children's Book is named after. That's good. Yeah. Mother Goose, a scholarly exploration. How do I cite this? Rutgers University. Okay. Oh, are you using the, the site web template? Are you using the Rutgers one? Then I have, uh, then, hold on, let me edit first, and then you can just take it off. Okay, um, done. Go on. I've copied it. Yeah, I, I don't know what you did, so th- this is going to get weird. Hold on. I didn't do anything. I just canceled. Oh, uh, okay. All right, so you see that Rutgers ref that I just added in? It's uh, currently ref number three, and so you can just copy that one or, like, use the the ref name. I'm assuming you're using the Rutgers. Ref name Rutgers. Got it. Yeah, and this is the page yeah, entitled what I'm using. Eclipse.ru. Okay. Yeah, that's it. Actually, there is... One bit of extra information I want to add. Quoting. Who is Hallowell and Caldecott? Caldecott is a ninth uh, century illustrator. Um, he was really famous, and the Caldecott Medal for um, Illustrated Children's Book is named after him. Okay. Okay. Ah, great. I got a sight error. All right, so this Rutgers source looks like it's good enough to create a character section. And just or entitling it like real characters question or like real persons or something like that because basically it goes into like a history of oh this is all who people think this, the anonymous source was referring to. Oh, I added how about a something like um, the, how about uh, something oh, like illusions or about, symbolism? Uh, I, I did add a bit of that to the end of um, synopsis and structure. You may want to move that. Oh, um, uh, okay. Let me see what you did then. I would go with uh, maybe illusions or something like that, or or maybe it could be something more like along the lines of you know sources. It's a speculation though. Yeah, this is all speculation. Yeah. Okay. Um. I. 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 Okay. I think I can come up with something. I'll just do a really long title, and we can fix it later. Hmm. Looking at this GIF, there's really not very much editing that I could do on it. It's got so little data. Yeah, that's why I said it's not... Yeah, you've got a point. It's not really worth editing. It's worth having. But, uh, uh, which one? No, it's not going to become a featured picture. It's the one from the gallery from the... Mulready's illustrations. This is interesting. Um, in searching through Google for uh, hits on the Queen of Hearts in a European magazine, I came across somebody's um, user page. Um, Getting back yes. to this... Let's do a recap of how close we are to a DYK at this point. Well, I think we've already gone past the the, the number. Yeah, the pro uh, size is 1922. Really right. Uh, just for the listeners um, to make sure that we they they understand like what the did you know is and what the minimums are for that because some of them might not be familiar with it. 
Sure. With uh, do you know you need to have a new article um, that has at least 1,500 Sorry. characters, and that excludes uh, templates, rough stuff, and uh, quotations. Or you can have a five times expansion uh, within five days. The idea is that it's new content that's being added to the encyclopedia. Now, what kind of hook do we want to propose? Um, I feel like we should try to do well, a. There's two. There, there are usually two, two ways major. of going. Oh, hold on, shoot. Um, there are usually two major ways of going about a hook. You can be very obvious about it. Like, did you know that, like, the Queen of Hearts, a popular play or a popular line from Alice in Wonderland, was originally published in the European magazine in this state. But that's actually not very interesting. It's been found. So we probably want to try to do some interesting fact. From this. How about um, that it, the Queen of Hearts, um, which was it was originally one, one of the Queen of Hearts who stole some tarts, was originally accompanied by three by three other poems about the King of Spades, the King of Clubs, and the Diamond King, all of which are very rarely seen nowadays. Yeah, we're gonna have to shorten that up as we've only got 200 characters in the hook. Well, but, yeah, but yeah, so we can propose something along those lines. Three other poems for the other suits. Tart student yeah. queen used to have three accomplices. We talk about the other poems. Yeah, 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 exactly. We need to talk about the King of Spades, the King of Clubs, and the Diamond King, if only to provide brief um, descriptions of them. Yeah, that, we could put that into the synopsis. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I still think we need to describe the one we have anyway, because I don't think people are going to automatically understand what it means. Yes. Did any of our sources contain any summary material? Mm. No? Okay. Well, there's um, the um, Benham, the knave of hearts who stole the tarts and was beaten for doing so by the king. Mm-hmm. The other thing is nuclear warfare. I would change this sentence you added um, that there does not appear to be any deeper meaning to the poems. I don't think that's quite that what the saying. source is saying or whoever added that. I don't think that's quite what the source is saying. I don't really see that anyway. Like I didn't add like, it. I'm innocent. I, I swear. Or, well, whoever added it. I don't see that in here. It was me. The mysterious voice of Dune. You know, I'm going to make a bold edit here and take out the gallery. Okay, good. I'll leave one leave one of them, though. It, for the length of the article, it's already doing fine with the three that we've got, and they make a good set. Okay, yes, I'm being greedy. I would like to have featured picture credit for this, but... Well, yeah, but leave one in. Just one. <laughs> but, uh, okay, add in more text. Added enough text to support a fourth image. Go right ahead. <laughs> I'll leave the gallery in until it's done because I can't. I'll never find. I'll never get it all assembled again if I if I. Well, just put the gallery on Commons the way it is. Yeah. <laughs> I, I mean, it, there's no problem with just transferring that gallery to Commons. Nuclear warfare is this what you call dissection? Speculation as to whom the characters. <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> I I guess I forgot a word. <laughs> But yeah, I didn't know what to call it, so I just kind of threw something there. S. Tree Walkerster decided to call it a night. Okay. And we lost okay. someone else, though, too, yeah. didn't we? We lost Seddon, but that was a while ago, I think. Yeah, I thought there was someone. I thought I heard two little drop noises. Yeah, as we're doing this, we're kind of getting into afternoon and evening for the North Americans, and our, 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 poor, um, our, our poor European folks are, 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 are dropping like flies. Thank you, Harrod. You're still with us. <laughs> I'm still with you, and I'm still working on some words. I've done snap and drop and more of those kind of things ah. of the other two uh, poems. So I'm would, doing good. Would you like to talk about the Omega wiki work that you're doing in conjunction with this? Well, basically, uh, the, some of the words are uh, not familiar to me. I don't understand really what... Uh, uh, is meant and uh, I always say that my English is quite good so uh, these nursery rhymes are uh, well hard so I've been looking on words and trying to understand what I mean now if I, if I see the picture of the king uh, with his big oh, stick looking uh, uh, going to kick the knife uh, uh, then basically is going to be damaged. So, yeah, then it gets me back uh, to what is meant by sore. Is that only painful or is it more than that? So, yeah, what can I say? Understanding it for me is difficult. 
and working on the um, uh, lexical information uh, helps me understand what it says. And doing that and putting it in Omega Wiki uh, when I can find translations uh, is a help, I think. Um, Enigma has dropped. Yeah. Um, Nuke, if you could add in the name of the author. Um, yep, yep, I saw that. Thank you. Okay. Um, so what to see about the king of Do you, like, know this person or something, it? Because, like, you are instantly familiar with their work. Well, yeah, I know their work. They actually have an um, extensive website um, that's really sort of famous in the children's lit world. And, you know, some people are just famous scholars. It's kind of like, you know, Michael Jackson. You just know. <laughs> Oh dear! <laughs> you know, I was watching CNN last night, and half of the darn uh, thing was all about Michael Jackson. I'm like, my goodness! How long has he been dead now? It's got to be at least a month. Because of a new rumor as to oh, when God, when he really died. Very well, um... Is it right to have all three photos on the right hand side of the, of the thing? Should we try and should we put the middle of the one? Uh, yeah, usually I think you try to alternate them. And I feel like we really should move the wiki source thing, because, like, on my screen at least, like, there's a good, nice little space between uh, our lead image and the Knave of Hearts image that's just, like, crying out for something to be there. Oh, I moved that Knave of Hearts image. What happened? Why did it go up again? Oh, no, it's, okay, it's still down. I mean, yeah, there's, like, a good little space right there. So I think I'm going to move it back. But I thought it looked weird um, up because it was just sort of floating in all this white space. No, but I think now it might be good. Here, let me see what it looks like. In, um, okay. On the left. Mind you, if they're, they're then running out of the picture, if they the one that that I think could be on the left is the one with the with the king because he's actually yeah. facing in. That's a, that should be a left-aligned photo. But the problem with that is. We'd have to move that somewhere else because right now it would cut into the references section and completely. You can clear clear the bottom of the adaptation the, section. It, it would just be too much white space then. Okay, we just have too many pictures, not enough text. That's really the problem here. <laughs> yeah, that's probably the case. Can we move the nave? Can we swap the two pictures in position then? Would the nave fit in? Um. Yeah. Let me let me see what that looks like. Like I'll, I'll just save it and we'll see. By the way, I've added all text for three pictures. Oh, this this actually worked pretty well. Oh, great! Well. Thank you, thank you for adding the alt text. Uh, we should probably—I was to say—we should probably try to wrap up. We've been going on for quite a while here. Okay. Um. Yeah, this looks actually really nice, even and with the wiki source one up too, it looks fine. And like, I feel like having all the images on the right isn't really that bad. I feel like with such short characters, I mean, such short sections. Moving him mm -hmm. to the left would be more trouble than it's worth. I mean, we have the basics of the article sketched out here. You know, we've described it a little bit. We have a quote from it. You know, we have a bit of its adaptations. Um, we found, you know, the the sort of easy-to-find sources, right? <laughs> Not the yeah. ones where we actually have to walk to the library. <laughs> Those are all just oh, I know, I know. It's crazy. <laughs> um <laughs> Alright, you guys are gonna shoot me for this edit, but wait a second. I, I have a question here. You've put this out of order. You put the knave of hearts beneath the king of hearts. Well, no, okay. I, I fixed that. Look, like just see what I did, and like try not to shoot me for it. You put the oh no no. Oh, it's just that yes, look awful. <laughs> I to me that looks worse actually. I don't think it matters if the pictures are out of order. Um, sandwiching the text like that, to me, is really difficult. Uh, the sandwiching the text is not a good idea. If you moved the King of Hearts back down to adaptations, that might work. Okay, yeah, I think that would be better. Yeah, I, I, I don't like the out of order because there's a sequence here. It's only three things. Gee, how hard is that? But, like, we're missing the Diamond King, and that's actually really annoying. Like, is there any hold way... Hold on, hold on, I'm working on it! Oh, okay. Oh, All right, well, guys, guys, I don't think everybody has to hear us putting in the images or, you know, <laughs> till we get that last one. Um, we have been recording for quite a while, so. Okay. I mean, we do have the, the bulk of everything set up here. I think maybe we can call it a cast. So let's have some wind-up comments from everybody. I'll start with you, Darova. Well, 
Um, I'm just very grateful that uh, Wadawit was here, who is who's really the expert on this kind of stuff, to to help us out today. Thank you very very much for all of your guidance and assistance. And Nuke. All right. Well, I ha- I've had a really great time with you all today. Just building an article. Like I've never actually built an article with anyone else. I don't think ever before. So it, it was a really unique experience. And I encourage everyone to try it in the future. Harard. I find it interesting how complicated uh, complicated something can be that is just a nursery rhyme. Thanks. Where's Phil? Yeah, English literature isn't really my subject, but um, it's been interesting, and um, I've I've done a few things in the background while the rest of it's been running, and I hope the recordings work. Julian, do you want to put something in chat that we can read off? I don't even know if he's still here. Yeah. Okay. Um, Shu. Uh, sorry, just fix, finishing this edit. Give me a moment. Um, Come back to me in a moment. You're the last person. Oh, shoot. I think I... Oh, <laughs> um, well, it was an interesting um, adventure. We found a lot more than I than you'd think you would on such a subject, and it was fun. Actually, um, before we go, mm-hmm. uh, perhaps we should decide on the hook for the main page. Okay. We can actually put it... We'll, we'll have that be our last thing. We'll put the uh, nomination hook on the... Okay. On the DYK page. You want to do that, right. Nuke? Yep, I'm already working on it, actually. <laughs> well, at least we wrote a DYK. Yeah. <laughs> All right, let's let's see if we can come up with a hook. Did you know that the Queen of that the poem "The Queen of Hearts" was originally published with as part of a set? Yeah, that's good. As was part of a set. Part of a set dealing with the other dealing with all four. Suits. Suits. In the playing deck. Okay. Suits of cards. Dealing with all four suits of cards. Of playing cards. Do we want to describe oh, yes. it all as... All four suits of... As like an 18th century poem, so people can place it in time. Yeah. Um, some... 18th century poem. No, actually... No, wait, that, no. People... That's... Yeah, let's... I feel like that might be too much information. Like, the, lead, the hook isn't supposed to give away everything. Right, yeah. but usually the hook is supposed to place things in time and like space like you're su- you're supposed to, if yeah, you don't already okay so nuclear warfare what do you have uh the poem the queen of hearts was originally published in a set Ooh, i don't like this actually the way i'm, be- I'm wording it in a set about all the suits yeah and well is it one yeah it, it is a set in a set about all four suits of playing cards and i feel like we could wake you do you that. have to say of playing cards is that obvious can we just say suits? But, um, I don't know. Yeah, I feel like th- this could be enough. And we can just WikiLink out suits. Okay. Okay, I have to find the uh, suits cards. Okay, good. While you're writing that up, I'm doing the featured picture candidates. Uh, all four suits. All right, and there we go. Okay, so now that we've nominated the DYK, we're going to call an end to the podcast. Goodbye. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye.